Welcome to Ageless by Rescue. This podcast is devoted to exploring the science of rejuvenation, uncovering the most trusted experts, the must-have products, innovations, and technology in the field of vitality, aesthetics, new beauty, and cosmetic enhancement. Michael Ryan is formerly the director of the Active Media Group, Australia's number one media channel in premium health clubs. But he's best known for being Hugh Jackman's friend and personal trainer. With a friendship expanding over 25 years, Michael Ryan's expertise in fitness helped completely transform Jackman's body before shooting his blockbuster movie, X-Men Origins, Wolverine back in 2007, and they've been training together ever since. Michael and I have been friends through his wife, Zoe Bingley-Pullen, for I would say over 12 or 15 years. He is truly the walking embodiment of everything he talks about. He looks fresh, he is fit, and he is a wealth of knowledge. I convinced Michael to spill the tea on every single training tip and advice that he shared with Hugh Jackman. Through an intense diet, exercise, and lifestyle routine, and a high-intensity muscle-building regime, Ryan transcended Hugh Jackman's through an intense diet, exercise, and lifestyle routine, plus a high-intensity muscle-building regime. It was Michael Ryan that helped Hugh Jackman transform into his famous Wolverine body. From helping Hugh Jackman build his enviable physique, Michael Ryan shares with us the tips and tricks on how you can rejuvenate your body at any age, helping you to achieve an ageless physique and a health and vitality that you can be proud of. I'm excited to introduce you to my friend, Michael Ryan. Cool. Look, we always talk about the period of three months to bring about significant change, but after three or four, five and six, you're you're getting change after your first week where you really notice significant changes somewhere between four and six weeks, we find. Um, you know, uh, the thing that with Hugh is he, he still, he basically works out about four times a week these days um, uh, with a high intensity combination of cardio and and uh, strength training. Uh, but let's uh, let's not forget when he's in a movie, yeah, it's, it's more intense than that. We're going harder than that. We're doing double sessions. Um, you've got to be very careful of overtraining and understanding what you're doing when you train. In terms of diet, he doesn't have a specific nutritionist, but, you know, we've employed the some of the benefits that my wife, Zoe, has uh, taught him over the years, you know, uh, to great effect. Um, it's basically eating a lower carbohydrate, high protein, um, low fat style of diet. Replacing all fluids with uh, water is one of the keys that we always talk about with diet. It's the one simple thing if you want to get results is replace all fluids with water and start drinking more water and you'll be amazed at what difference you get. What are some of the biohacking things that you would have alongside the training because biohacking and all of this um, longevity and vitality stuff started in the fitness industry. So I, I'm sure that you have some incredible things around sleep and, um, you know, when you train, how often you train and um, some of the recovery modalities that you recommend to Hugh and your other clients. What are some of the things that are really important that most people don't understand is part of achieving that kind of a look. Yeah, I, th- I think you nailed it there. You look, um, one of the big things we talk about is sleep. You know, you really need to understand the, the, the right amount of sleep and being consistent on your sleep patterns. We like to train early in the morning, like I'm talking somewhere between five and 
5.30 in the morning. Look, that's not the optimal time for a body to train. It's a circadian rhythms as such that it's probably around 2.30 in the afternoon. But for consistency, and consistency is what gets results, we find that there's no excuses in the morning. One of the key things we always talk about is beating the alarm clock. Beating the alarm clock is a good sign that your body's in, in the right um right mental state uh, to take on the day. So it's just a bit of a game that you play. It's about beating, set the alarm clock, and your aim is to beat it without start, without it going off. Um, we're very big on training first thing in the morning because, you know, obviously that won't, uh, there won't be very little things that can impact your day to stop you actually training. But consistency and variety is what gives results, uh, and that's ultimately what we and, – and obviously intensity as well, consistency, variety, and intensity. And they're the key things we work on with diet. It's not complicated. It is, like I said, you know, you talked about biohacks, but if you just simply focus on replacing all fluids with water, um, you know, maybe down to one coffee a day might be the only thing outside of that. I don't personally drink coffee, but I know he does. Um, uh, you know, that would be one thing that could be very beneficial. You know, one of the things that I've learned in my own fitness journey, I was the world's worst exerciser. I never did any until I was like in my mid-40s, is that variety definitely makes a big difference to compliance. Do you yeah. find that you have to kind of like change things up and where you train, how you train, what you train? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's one of the key things. Your body adapts to to what you do no matter what it is. And so having varieties is key to getting results. And variety is in the amount of weight you're lifting, in the reps you're lifting, in the style that you're lifting, in the combinations you're lifting. It's always evolving and changing. Um, I always talk about if you're not um, measuring it, you're not managing it. So you should either be writing down or have uh, putting it in your phone and you should know what your numbers are. You know, you don't get on, a, for instance, a cardio piece of equipment and not understand what wattage you're riding at, what duration you've ridden at, what your heart rate went to. They're really important for you to understand. Um, and it, it, it helps maintain consistency is when you know what your numbers are because you're constantly trying to either, you don't, you don't try and beat them on every single session. You know, it's, it's like building up to it, to a, to a uh, I suppose, 100-meter sprinter. You do all types of effects to get you to the, the point where you run that race. So every day is not about, absolutely smashing the best number out of the park. It's just about consistently changing what you do and picking the days where you really might go for it. And what happens on the days where you just, you know, you you front up, they need to do training, whether it's Hugh Jackman or one of your other clients, and they really just don't want to. What do you do to push through those days? Oh, I think it's just uh, I tend to find building from a small base on those points at times. Lowering the expectation is often a really great way to get those uh, the results there. So, so start from a smaller base. Don't put the expectation to jump too high. Um, and you find that as soon as your body starts to get into it, you'll be amazed how your mindset changes and everything else changes with it. Going back to consistency and variety, what are some quick wins for, say, you know, uh, a person who used to maybe be an athlete in his uh, teens and 20s has let himself go because of life and uh, getting busy and um, and he's wanting to re-enter and their first kind of priority is to lose fat and then their second priority is to you know build a stronger leaner uh, body uh, and then maybe their final priority is to build muscle mass what would be a good kind of you were saying a three to six month is is where you get to see the results. What what could be a good kind of um, protocol that they could start with, middle, and finish with to kind of go in that path? 
Look, look, you know, the basic program I always start with is 20 minutes of cardio as my warm-up, no matter what. When I say my warm-up, it's a warm-up and it's an intensity. Uh, and it's always different. It's always either on a bike, it might be on a treadmill, it might be on a rower, it might be on a stand-up rower, it might be on a on a and it's and it's different. Sometimes it's the slow build, uh, starting at a low rate, getting up there till I'm only hitting the maybe the 150 plus beats per minute in the last two minutes. Sometimes I get on a sprint from the start, other times it's interval-based. Um, otherwise it's uh, five minutes on five minutes off it's always changing but it's the fundamentals of how we work then then from there I always find one of the things that, that we haven't discussed yet is uh, is is mobility um, as we get older we stiffen up we start to become and it's not just stretching it's how mobile you are you know some of the best exercises for for mobility is the squat and the squat where you uh, you know you look at a child when they, when they drop something on the floor and they squat down to their haunches and we forget and tighten up in our bodies as we get older to the point where we just flex from the hips to pick up a piece of paper on the floor. And uh, you wonder why you're pulling hamstrings and everything else and you start to get tighter and tighter and tighter and you start walking as stiff as anything. So choosing exercises that encourage mobility are really important. Um, yeah, and like I said, there's uh, there's very little that, that can compete with the squat to the full, fullest, uh, fullest uh, uh, depth that you can go to. But again... You need to be careful and have good instruction, have good technique on how to do that properly. Um, you can start with with uh, like a goblet squat holding a uh, a um, kettlebell, but going all the way up to a back squat where you're adding what's um, uh, Olympic plates onto that as well. Uh, so I, I'm all about big movements that that uh, work big muscle groups. Uh, but I'm don't get me wrong, traditional training techniques would be uh, as much as functional training is important. Uh, big movements like your bench press and your other movements uh, that uh, that are uh, sagittal based I, i'm still a big fan of those as well but it just always gets back to variety and it's always changing it up it's always uh you know i often find the difference between doing eight and nine reps on a heavy weight or nine and ten reps you know is a lot but the difference between doing 25 and 26 when you're at that point is almost insurmountable it's actually almost say even almost mentally harder at that point that i've, I've wouldn't say it's not, but they're just just as challenging as what I'm trying to say. What are some of the things that you think are youth markers in a man in his physique? And what are some of the things that specifically you can do to regain things like posture, uh, a slim waist, uh, a flatter tummy, strong arms? You know, and, and essentially it's, you've got to understand your body fat, your composition. So, you know, one of the things I use regularly with, with you is a DEXA scan. Uh, it measures subcutaneous fat as well. You got, you know, you've got someone who might have like skinny arms and skinny legs, but you, around their stomach, so all around their internal organs, they're holding a lot of fat, and that's actually the dangerous fat that you really need to. And, and, and you see a lot of guys, and they see in the mirror, their arms still look good, but that that podgy stomach, and that's where that fat's building up. And again, it gets back to knowing your numbers, your diet, um, and it's one thing I would very much recommend anyone who who feels that happening and you can see it straight away when your stomach's starting to push out when you're losing that six pack and you make an excuse for the fact that you're a little bit older there should be no excuse so i think you look at greg norman on a lot of his shots that he loves posting uh of, um, you know still presenting a six pack at uh late 60s i think it is there is no reason in the world why why uh that shouldn't be the norm and it is it's a, just about getting that balance right of, of food and exercise and it's it's it is important to acknowledge that food has a massive role no matter how hard you train and how much cardio and weights that I've just discussed before if you don't nail that that the food side of things it doesn't work and what about supplements do you recommend your clients take supplements while they're training 
my, my wife's very, very big on the supplementation. Um, uh, to be honest, it's not that I'm not big on it. I just uh, very much like to to achieve it through uh, eating the right foods. Um, so, uh, look, I, I'm not the one to tell you what um, I think works as supplementation. Um, what do you take? Well, no, the only thing I'll take is some protein powder. So I predominantly have that straight after training. Um, and I'll occasionally take a pre-workout uh, powder because I don't drink coffee. Uh, it's a synthetic coffee, essentially, and I do find I wouldn't suggest those as a you know that they're, they're, they're you know if I, I do take them being upfront with you, but uh, but they're, they're not saying I say yeah, you should you should you should do that. A lot of people just take a cup of coffee before they train. To be honest, I hear that happen on a regular basis. A lot of people need a cup of coffee as soon as they get out of bed. I try and I get people um, more in tune with having uh, first thing I do as soon as I walk up is wake up as I scoop ten scoops of water from the tap into my body because I know that's flushing out. Your body's been detoxifying for eight hours, seven hours overnight. You've got to flush it out. So the one thing I always say after beating the alarm clock is go to the bathroom. Even if you don't have a glass there, scoop 10 scoops of water straight into your body as quickly as you can as soon as you wake up. Flush your body as soon as you get there. Let's talk about um, our favourite Australian man, Hugh Jackman again. So we, we find ourselves in lockdown at the moment. I know that uh, he's in town and you'll be working with him. Are there some exercises that you give him to do while he is in lockdown if you can't be training with him or when he's, you know, travelling around the world doing a movie launch and there's not a lot of time for training but he might be in a hotel room or um, have limited access uh, but you consider these essential exercises that anyone can do and they're amazingly beneficial. Oh, look, it's, it's, it just gets back to, you know, like I said before, you can do a squat in a bedroom uh, wherever you are. It's probably the biggest um, engagement of muscle, muscles in one movement that you can do and you can pick up a small object and hold it in front of you. It's the one thing that you do if you're in a hotel room. Obviously, you can do all the other things from presses and dips and other things, but here's often carries around the bands. The elastic bands are extremely useful these days, the way that they've got them in different weights and, and tensions and handles and other things. There's so much you can do, um, you know, hanging them on doors and other things and straps like that. Ageless by Rescue is brought to you by Rescue Me Academy, Reignite Your Relationship course. Love your relationship but miss the early days? You're not alone. This course will teach you how to identify your issues, stop the fighting, find what you need to be happy, re-spark intimacy and keep the lines of communication open. Join us at rescuemeacademy.com.au to learn more about the program and to download your first free lesson. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did, please share and rate this episode. I'd love that. 